This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Seagull Social, Season 2, Episode 21, Take 2. 21. I'm embarrassed, Right, boys, it's an absolute massive podcast this week. We've got a lot to cover. Of course, we've got the Chelsea game uh, that happened last night. Great, great result. And of course, uh, the rivalry game, the big, not derby, with Crystal Palace. El Gatwicko. El Gatwicko to cover as well. Um, so a big, big one. We're all excited because obviously it feels like it's been a long time, but... I've, yeah, it does know, actually. Yeah, Ryan, you're, you're super excited for this one, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, I'm really excited because just last night, I know we didn't win and all the Palace fans were like, oh, you celebrated a draw, but it just felt really good. And it, for once, I was actually like really excited to get to the game. And once I was at the game, I really enjoyed the game. And yeah, atmosphere was it's not. Yeah, I said in the last few weeks, Genuinely, I've been enjoying pretty much every game for Brighton. We've been so good to watch. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just I just want to get on and be positive. I want to spread some positive positivity, and I'm feeling feeling good. You know, it's nice having some good vibes on the podcast, mate. Right, Ryan, what is there not to be positive about, mate? We're knife in the league. Exactly. We, exactly. We, I think what is it? I'm beating in five now in, in the league as well. I mean, it's all it's all good days, mate. And um... if anything, it was the Chelsea fans celebrating a draw on the way out. Me and my mates, we oh my god, it's actually absolute chaos getting back. It was mm. felt like we were we were the away fans. We were surrounded by Chelsea fans. It kicked off a bit as well. Really? And there's Chelsea fans spitting near us. It was yeah, it was horrendous. <laughs> there's absolute some of them are absolute scum. Um, yeah. Anyway, but they were they were chanting so much it was as if they were celebrating a draw. We were the ones actually disappointed with drawing. I mean, it. yeah, we to felt fair, more hard done by than they did. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the way we played and and the, the way we dominated the game, I I mm. genuinely do feel hard done by. So yeah, we might as well crack yeah. on. Um, so yeah, kicking off. I mean, from the from the off, I thought we were the better team. Um, obviously, you two you two were in the stadium. Obviously, saw it up close. Yeah, what what was our first half performance like? Oh, ben, absolute class. Yeah, well, I think players came out started so so strong with that motor chance, mm. and then like obviously just just wide. I think that's got the fans going so well, didn't it? I think the atmosphere was absolutely rocking. Mm. Um, I would say as it was probably close to the when we beat Leicester atmosphere wise everyone was singing everyone was getting involved and uh, we just made it a really really tough time for Chelsea and I think the pressure from Lamp- from Lamptey really really done absolute bits for us 
and we that kind of could tell when he actually came off that was when Chelsea had their really good spell and put we were sat so far back because he was our main threat again really and yeah he kind of just scared Alonso the murderer um, and yeah murderer. They, they could not handle us <laughs> Where's your license? Got, sorry, I shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I think um, Lamptey's just... Whenever he plays against Chelsea, he's up for it anyway, isn't he? He's, he just wants to impress against Chelsea. But yesterday, I don't know, that one little movie he did where he wriggled out of... I think it was like three oh, yeah. or four oh, players mate, around That him. was so good. How did he get out of that? Literally, how did he get out of that? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was how, so how did he get out of that? I've got no idea. But yeah, he, um, he's been electric. And so yeah. Kukurea again was fantastic. Oh. I just think... Back to front, we were so good. Um, I, I wanted to really... Everyone really, played because, well. Yeah, everyone, everyone played, played well. Barring maybe Mopo when he came on, but we'll, we'll get oh, on yeah, that in a bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I want to just say, probably my biggest sort of accolades go to Alzate and Alexis McAllister. I thought that they were the reason why we did so well yesterday. They controlled that midfield so, so well. And considering we're up against, what, Kante, up against Kante, Jorginho, Jorginho, we're up against Mason Mount, and then obviously they brought on Kovacic as well, Akai Havertz. The players that they're bringing on were world-class talents, right? But we so had Steven well, Alzate. So but but we had um we had Stephen Alzate absolutely pocketed Kante and it he, he did and people put Chelsea fans can be you know whatever they want about that but he did and I thought Alzate was probably one of the best players best performances I've seen Alzate have mm. you know the, the the ball stuck to his feet he won every challenge he looked dominant in midfield and I thought him and McAllister just ran the game um, and considering we had no Lalana in there. Um, I, I was a bit worried because I thought, you know, do we get overrun in this game? Especially but he was against... the perfect replacement for Lalana, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he really like was. For like almost. Yeah. And no Basuma, no Lalana. You're thinking, oh my god, we've got yeah. two really, really I, good players out here. I was, wor- I was worried about that. I was worried about that midfield trio. I'll be honest. Like from the off, I was yeah. thinking, what well, Gross, Alzate, and who's the other midfielder? Uh, Moda. Um, yeah, Moda. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, I was thinking, well. yeah, I was thinking from the off, like that three sort of three. I was, I was a bit worried, but then as soon mm. as it kicked off, I was like, all my worries were gone because yeah, Alzate was just brilliant. Like, Especially yeah, how good just, Basuma was um, in the reverse fixture like a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, literally bossed it. So without him, we were like, oh, how's that actually going to work out? But yeah, the, like you said, we did dumb bits. The way I view it is, you know, we've put out another different team, completely different side to what we, mm. we put out against Chelsea uh, in the away game. And obviously, Welbeck was our shining light at the away game when he came on and really changed everything, changed the way we attacked. I didn't think last night Welbeck was actually that good but yeah, all of a sudden we've got other this. players stepping up to the plate I thought Yakamoda was really good and I think that credit just goes straight down to the manager you know to bring in these players particularly the likes of Alzate and Moda who are very very young players and Alzate's obviously had a torrid time with injuries um, Yakamoda's you know recently coming into form McAllister hasn't really been proven in our side yet to be honest but mm. I just think the way that they played against such a strong side has to be put down to the manager because you don't come up against world-class players like Kante and and Co. I mean, I mean, wasn't it Jorginho got third third in the Ballon d'Or or something ridiculous? Yeah. So yeah. you know, we had Alzate and uh, McAllister just making them look average, and I yeah, I think we should have won that game. I really do. Yeah. We had the chances to yeah, do it as well. First half, okay, we didn't really create too much threatening wise, but. I thought we played so well off the, yeah. on and off the pitch. I thought we were just class just, act to be Just honest. on that, um, so obviously the first goal, let's just quickly cover that. Uh, Ziyech, Hakim Ziyech's long-range long effort. Obviously, it was a good yeah. strike, good strike, but question marks over Sanchez, do you think? 100%. He could have got deflection. a stronger hand. Little deflection that kind of made the ball swip, like, swerve a bit in the air, like up and down. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like he definitely should have got a better hand to it. 
Mm. Yeah. Zama too it's, low and yeah. It was a bit of a blink and you'll miss it because I I yeah. thought it went wide. I thought it went wide. I thought it hit the side netting, and everyone around me did. I was in the West Upper, and um, we're all looking at each other. Like, did that go in? And then when the Chelsea fans were celebrating, and the ref put, I was like, "Oh, it must have got in." Poor, I, I poor really limbs as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah Chelsea awful. limbs were horrendous. Like clapping. It was they like always they sing the that goal CFC you know, carefree like... song, and that's it. Oh, that's mate. literally what they do. It's so irritating. Stand up they if you hate Tottenham. So... <laughs> they just love Tottenham. They they love Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. It's like, yeah, mate, we're Brighton over Albion. We played it the Wiv Dean 11 years ago. Oh, but yeah, it was actually a shambles. Yeah, when they were singing that, I was like, come on, boys. The fact that Paddy Power even tweeted that just shows how much of a shambles the Chelsea. Yeah, a lot of people picked up on that. I was like, come on, boys. But yeah, like, it was interesting. Champions of Sussex. Champions of Sussex, Sussex. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was brilliant. brilliant. That was brilliant. But yeah, ZH, um, he just didn't celebrate, did he? He was just a bit like, uh, like I don't yeah. think he sort of expected it to go in. Like he, no. he was a bit, he was a bit like, yeah. oh wow, okay, it's gone in. And uh, of course, I thought it was massively against the runner play. I was just like, come on, yeah, we've gotcha. been the better. That's team. probably part of it. it was um, moody. And also, Tuchel yeah. in this post-match press conference was uh, when he was asked why didn't ZH. Um, Celebrating, he was going. Oh, he's probably saving energy. I was like, "Fucking hell, mate!" Oh, Get out of oh, I think he said it in a jokey way. He said it in a jokey way, but he genuinely said he. Oh. He kind of looked up when he said, "Yeah, he's the probably saving is, energy." Though, he was like, Fuck the thing is, me. with Tuchel, everyone around me after the game, and even you know, as you walk out of the game, you're listening to everyone else's opinions, just hearing what everyone says, and half the time people talk waffle. But the one thing that <laughs> I heard so, yeah, the, but the one thing I heard so many times from every Brighton fan I walked past on the way out was. Watch Tuchel start moaning. Watch Tuchel start moaning. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, everyone said exactly the same thing. And he's so salty. It was so oh, embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, so if my bad. if Graham Potter come out and was so salty in the press, I'd be like, mate, that is embarrassing. Yeah, like, we'd mate, come mate. on here and, and right, rightfully rinse our own manager for that. I was, I was, was saying, just embarrassing. I was saying this to Ben earlier. I was saying, if if uh, as a manager, just own it. But look, Brighton were the better team. Like, you know, they, they, they were. And instead of coming up with excuses, because you look... It looks better on you. And, but I was saying, maybe is it pride? Like, is it, is pride getting in the way? He doesn't want to admit that he's been outplayed by Graham Potter and Brighton. Do you know what I mean? Is that maybe a pride thing? Is that Again. something that doesn't that make, It makes you look like you've got less pride if you can't accept yeah, no, the fact that you've exactly, lost. I mean, exactly. I yeah, it makes you look so much worse. I don't, know, yeah. I don't know what his mentality is. is I guess you could say he's it's a winner. He just want, doesn't want it. Yeah, like you said, a pride thing, but yeah. it is pathetic. And to, yeah, to yeah, back absolutely. your manager like that and constantly seeing to- Super Tommy Tuchel, mate. Super tired, too, cool, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then going into second half, obviously a bullet, bullet header from man like Adam Webster, who I thought was brilliant. Him and Dan Byrne, <sighs> oh, him God. and Dan Byrne were just superb. Like Dan Byrne pocketed Lukaku like anything, like any Again. any kind of ball that came. He's in, his kryptonite, isn't he? He was just like, yeah, Lukaku's kryptonite. Is Dan Byrne. He, he was so good, Dan, mm. uh, Dan Byrne yesterday. I thought against Lukaku. He's so quick one, though, isn't quick one on Dan Byrne. So impressive. Go on. You know we that. you know we say nine finger burn. I thought that's just because he's really tall and people say he's a freak, but he actually does have nine fingers. I didn't know that. Did you not know that? I thought people just said it because he was really, really tall. And like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I realised this on the train fingers, home and they were like, yeah, he only has nine fingers. I was like, what, he genuinely only has nine fingers? How did you like, not yeah. know that? <laughs> but Wait, I've never, li- I've never really looked at his hands. How did he lose the other finger? Oh, he I got did caught know. in a fence when he was a yeah, kid. Yeah, that was it. Uh, he got yeah. amputated. Yeah, mad. I've just never seen it. Anyway, Clark, yeah, yeah, Dan Burke, he's been so impressive. And you wouldn't believe that we've had our best defender of the last six years out for the past, however long it's probably been, about a month or two now. Um, when, when, when the dunk news come in that he was going to be out for such a long time, oh, there, was, was... there was rightfully, Brighton fans were like, oh my yeah. God, this could be really, really bad for our season. Mm. Uh, same with Basuma. 
But we've been arguably better without both of them. And it's really, really strange. I think without Basuma and without the dunk, we've played some of the best games I've seen us play. I mean, against Get him gone, mate. Ship him out whilst we can. Oh, cash <laughs> in. <laughs> I mean, cash we, in, yeah. genuinely, we've genuinely played so well. And, and a big, big credit goes to Dan Byrne. He's been really, really, really good. And yeah. I can't sing enough praise to him because obviously he had a horrible time last season, rightfully from, from our own fans and from myself included. You know, he, he, he was in the wrong position and whatever. But this season, he's just been fantastic. He's been yeah. colossal. Um, and I put a tweet on saying, three Ben White, no. And then th- 33, <laughs> yeah, Dan, 33 Burn, Dan with Burn. a tick. <laughs> um, I know I'd rather have Arsenal fans. Uh, I'm not our third <laughs> best centre back from last season. Yeah, just, to, yeah. just to let you know, it actually but, um, just proves like yeah. that football. Like you do just have to have patience. Like we see the manager man- merry go round. Like you get three game bad run and you're yeah. you're out the door. And mm. just look at Dan Burn. He's had like two decent seasons. Well, two proper seasons in the Premier League now. And was obviously mm. finally well finally adjusting it and getting to the level of what he needs to be. And, it takes time, obviously, but I think this modern football, you actually just forget about that. You're like, you've got to have 100%. instant performers. I think, I think as like, well, a lot, of it goes well. To, um, a lot of it goes to last season and just a weird seasonal round, wasn't it? It was it was a strange one. You had to watch yeah. it on telly. There was no fans in the ground. Mm. I mean, I I just think the whole mood of it was wrong anyway. I think we're, we're like 10 points better off, aren't we, this time last year? So mm. um, I think a lot of it goes down to the fact that football is a bit more normal now. And uh, the same applies to fans as well. I don't think we would have won that game if, if there was no fans on the ground you know the, the the as much as Tuchel what he said was patronizing he's right you know that that party atmosphere is what pushes these smaller sides over the line I mean that's yeah that's what we do isn't it I mean we can't we can't go and pretend it's not yeah. um but it could, because you know if, if it was a robotic game last season Tuchel wins that three or four one um but yeah no I, I think for, uh, the fans a good difference. point you make like for Alexis McAllister's corner just before that the whole ground was like chanting Albion I know it was it was yeah, rocking. It was and I was save, like, wasn't it? That is so loud. Yeah, the Kepper save, which was actually a yeah. brilliant save from Kepper. To be fair, yeah, it was a really um, good save. That's what. The, that's the, what yeah, the corner. And I was thinking, I was like, I was like, we we should, we could score for this. Like, if the players aren't motivated by the fans being really loud at this point for this corner, and then yeah, lo and behold, we do get that. This, we do, it's true, we did though, score. isn't it? I mean, I mean. Even as a fan's point of view, going to the games, we had the rant. I had the rant a couple of weeks ago on the podcast saying I didn't enjoy going to games. I thought it was too dry. I thought it was too stale. And that's what it was. You go last night, it was really, really exciting. I mean, the fans are up for it. And don't get me wrong, you've got to have the performance on the pitch to match it. I said it goes both ways. But a bit of difference in the crowd, and all of a sudden there's a big difference in the in the Mm. players as well. And yeah, it makes the whole experience go around the whole stadium as well. I love that. Just from one video of like five lads walking out west from train station to the whole. Now, like a week later, Brighton have made a TikTok. Did you see that kid that got? yeah, a kid that got, got uh, jumped on the pitch. He's been banned yeah, for such yeah, years. Yeah. Well, That's I, I, mental. I did a tweet earlier. So, it was so like uh, I, I did a tweet earlier, going, "It's like well, in prison." The prisoner's like, "So what are you in for, mate?" <laughs> he replies, "Going, yeah, yeah I, I hugged Adam Webster. <laughs> what, are you, yeah. what are you in for, <laughs> Crazy, mate? Uh, murder." Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's a <laughs> bit wild. Like, Brett Mendoza has literally replied as well. He says, "Prisoner two, and he goes, oh, "I had a bottle of coke with no lid. Oh, no, with the lid. Sorry, <laughs> with the lid. Sorry." That's brilliant. Oh, sorry, no, but just 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 quickly on that, like, look. I don't condone jumping on the pitch. I think it's sat like you shouldn't be doing that kind of thing, you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you... neither do I. For example, you know, when we did it against Wigan, against Wigan, like, yeah, cool. Yeah. We got promoted. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I'm talking about just like a general sort of like jumping on, like what the Crystal Palace fan did, for example, uh, when they scored, yeah. like, you know, giving the wanker side, all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, that kind of stuff. When you actually jump on and try and, and try and intimidate the other, like try and start a fight, basically, that's when it's not right. But what that guy did was he literally just jumped over the barrier and hugged a player. Like, I yeah. don't, think that warrants 
he didn't, he didn't storm the pitch. Yeah, no. that's, yeah that, I think it has to be case-by-case case basis. For me, yeah. take it by case-by-case. Case. Like, every every case is different, you know? There's no... There shouldn't be a blanket law for everything no, that happens. Exactly. For me, personally, that's just how they should... And that Chelsea fan at the end ran over to Mason Mountain and got carried out. Like, yeah. well, I would love to know how... I'd love to know if he gets banned or how long his sentence yeah, is. Yeah, and to be Six fair, years for being, more... like, one foot away from the advertising yeah, board. Nuts. Yeah, Yeah, uh, the one yeah. to Mason Mount was actually dodgy. He could have had anything on him and he could have been yeah. trying to charge him. This so that's about, fair yeah. enough, yeah. or tried to hit him. But... I mean, the lad literally just jumped over the barrier. I mean, I've got him on Snapchat, so I saw it on his Snapchat. Really? Oh, fuck. Yeah, um, and I saw it come up, oh, and he no. said he put on it like five or six years. I was like, oh my god. Um, so yeah, I, I feel bad for the yeah. guy because I'm not Do- being funny. I mean, it's what it's natural reaction, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if the players are running over to you, you're gonna try and hug him. I mean, yeah, that's just what you do, isn't it? You're a fan. someone's like, running. I'm- yeah, someone's running to you, going like that, like. And you're obviously yeah. going to then like in- instinctively you're going to go yeah I'll hug the, you back the, or, yeah I'll, I'll the, the, the one that you. springs the one that springs to mind massively I'm sure you boys remember as well it's the one uh, to Jack Grealish remember the Villa fan uh, sorry the Birmingham yeah, yeah, fan oh, who stormed the pitch Birmingham and, fan yeah yeah, yeah but that was, yeah hit. yeah so that like was bad. yeah <laughs> exactly that's what I'm saying so like when you run, jump on the, when you jump on the pitch and this is what I'm saying if you run on the pitch that anything like you don't know what the fan's mental state is like what his intentions are is he going to run on is he going to hit someone so that's why I don't think anyone should run on the pitch but like, what I'm saying is they should do it case by case basis because yeah one day you'll have some nutter going to punch someone but then one day you'll just get yeah. a, an excited fan who's just passionate about the game who wants to hug mm. his player and I think that's a very two different cases you know you can't I think if there's a case of um, Jürgen Lukadis scoring a Premier League goal I think uh, <laughs> a very bad on the pitch but... 100% I, th- I think, I think oh. that warrants the whole stadium jumping on the pitch I think yeah exactly uh, yeah pitch invasion uh, but no no so yeah you know and then a late rally from Chelsea well a half rally I don't think it was sort of you know that much uh, to speak but yeah in the it end was, I it thought... was nerve wracking it was yeah. nerve wracking yeah. I, I thought some I thought decent, it was some a... decent defended like, see, uh, I think it was twice that Cucurella bodied Timo Werner He's like, for someone so yeah. small, and I think Werner was running at him at pace, and it was just at the edge of the box. He's like, completely slammed him off the ball. And yeah. Like, he's not just he's not just good at attacking that as a wing-back. He's, yeah, he's class he's at every, We had a, a, few, a good few blocks as well, actually. They had a few sort of long-range shots and yeah. a good few blocks as well. So that's... I actually, while we're on that subject, I want to actually talk about Chelsea in that sense, because um, we don't normally talk about opposition anyway, but mm. Timo Werner, right? He gets a lot of stick from Chelsea fans, but genuinely, he was probably the one player that actually scared me yesterday whenever he yeah. got on the ball he was really threatening every single time he was running at us I was thinking oh my god he's actually going to do something whereas you know they they always rave about Kai Havertz I didn't see Kai Havertz I didn't see Mason Mount I thought whenever whenever it was Werner or Ziyech I was scared like actually mm. scared if it was Callum Hudson-Odoi I think he's going to blast over the bar <laughs> yeah. but yeah I, I genuinely think that Werner's a very very good player he's not just a pace merchant he's just not yeah. rated because he's not clinical so it's a bit like a mope he's not I don't think he's an out and out striker he seems especially in the he's, Premier League yeah. he must be yeah. more of a winger I was, I was saying yeah. on the train back I was like Potter would put him right wing back and he would be unbelievable <laughs> world class wing back yeah. he would, be, he would probably, actually probably work actually uh, as well just before we finish on Werner actually because did you see his comments before the game about Brighton. No. Yes, I saw um, that. Yeah, yeah. He, he gave us a lot of praise. Um, yeah, yeah. Let me just get it up quickly and I'll, and I'll explain what he said. Because I'll tell you what. That's what he I said. Really, I, I, gave him a lot of, um, I gave him a lot of credit for that. Because it's not very often you see big names like Werner, £60 million forwards for Chelsea, giving Brighton praise. You just don't really see that. Hmm. Um, hang on, let me just get it up. Uh, here That's we go. So it says, Timo Werner on Brighton. Come when you on, play against a team no like Brighton... <laughs> 
I heard you. It's very dangerous because they, they may not have the biggest name, but they play football like the big names. When they play here and we drew against them, I was sitting in the stands because I was injured and I was very impressed with how they play football. They're a very good style of play, very direct and play up front, and play up front without fear. So they're a very good team and you have to be very careful when you play against them because they can switch the speed up very quickly. Basically, Timo, what I'm trying Sign to say, up. mate, is... Yeah, you know where you know how, where it is, mate. Just get the contract. <laughs> you got my out. number. Get the pen. Yeah, sign the contract. My number. My number is. Just, do a Rio Ferdinand. No, no, mate, hundred percent. And one thing actually, and again, you talk about like other people sort of recognizing us now, right? And I think that's a good point. Like, mm. for example, I was on a podcast last night with a Chelsea fan and three Liverpool fans, and they were all literally waxing lyrical about Graham Potter, about the way we play. They're like, any man, any team's lucky to have Graham Potter. They're like, he's not going to stay much longer, etc. So, like, all things we can we can discuss later on. Mm. Um, but yeah, like they were so complimentary, and it's like it's quite nice to see now, like other clubs giving us our, our flowers. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. whilst we... It's been a long uh, time coming. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. Because like, we, we know, like, how well we've sort of progressed and how much we've we've improved, even from last year. Mm. And, like, the mm. other, I feel like a lot of cl- fans sort of didn't really give us credit. Whereas this season, mm. I think they all are now, like, giving us the credit that we It's we've funny, um, because although there's still a really big, big six arrogance, I think, there is a oh, massive, of massive oh, arrogance. Of course, yeah. Um, but at the same time, my mate uh, Callum... Anyway, mind me out in him. Um, he he last season he was the biggest Brighton hater, right? He would always say that you know you don't you don't you don't score, you don't get results, so therefore you're not a good team. And that was his logic. He would go by the traditional sense of football. It doesn't matter how well you play if you don't score, you don't win. I get that to a degree. But this season, all of a sudden, he's singing so much praise. He's saying, you know, you actually are European contenders at this point, and he's actually being you know very very nice. And I just think it's really funny because last season, arguably, we probably played better football, mm. but didn't score the chances. Whereas this season, we're playing a bit more conventional, probably not in the last few games. But overall, this season, we've been a lot more conventional. Whereas, I don't know, I would say this season, we're probably where we should be. Last season, we massively underperformed in front of goal. Oh, yeah. I'd say now, sort of ninth, eighth, ninth is where we should be. I'd say that's yeah. fair. I don't think we should be any lower or any higher. It's only, it's um, only take, taken 69 episodes of Seagull Social for people to realise that we're actually decent team. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but no, listen, just to wrap up then, the Chelsea Chelsea game. Uh, yeah, I thought we were we were brilliant. Another another great game, especially, you know, some of the key stats. Well, I think everyone was key, to be honest. Um, Oh yeah, you wanted to quickly talk about Mope, didn't you? Just quickly, uh, yeah, just because yeah. you felt like when he came on, he wasn't, you know, the best. But oh, actually, let me just quickly start on that because um, I felt like, yeah, albeit Mope probably didn't have his best game. I think we can all say that and we can all see that. However, I felt like when Mope and Trossard came on, I thought we looked much better just going forward, mm. like in terms of fluidity and especially Trossard. I thought he's brilliant. Like he, some of the balls he was putting in. Like I remember mm. he put sort of flash one across goal, which was. And uh, sort of no one really attacked. Um, but yeah, I just thought we looked look much better with them two on the pitch. But uh, yeah, I can see why people didn't really think Mope was, was great. Last I, I see. I think I think we looked better with Trossard on the pitch. Well, I feel like if we had kept Welbeck on instead of Mope, I mean, obviously it's ifs and buts, we don't know. Maybe if Welbeck and Trossard were playing it, Trossard wouldn't have been as good. Yeah. But I feel like Trossard made so much more of an impact than Neil did. And I feel like yeah, yeah, maybe definitely. if Welbeck was in the uh, positions that Mope was in, then... Mm. 
It might have been a different story, yeah. Boxy. Yeah, ifs and buts. Yeah, I remember that. Was it the, the ball that was it cross side crossed it in and then Mope sort of just fluffed it where he could he yeah. didn't get his body. There's a couple ones he, he where he missed his twist it. it. Yeah, he didn't twist his body like enough. But um, yeah, I Brian. think um, Mope yesterday he seems to just come on and look like he'd never played football before. It was really weird. He just couldn't control the ball. And yeah, we were better when he came on. I thought uh, him and Trossard, we yeah. they they were noticeably better. And Trossard, as you say, he had a good game. I think when he came on. Yeah, I had a couple of moments where he was a bit dodgy, but I think over. He was pretty good, um, but yeah, Mope. I don't yeah, know. He Mope just seemed really strange, on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, 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 was was he just he just couldn't control the ball. It was don't so start strange. Shilotto, don't start. Shilotto, yeah, because we'll he couldn't control there. the ball, and whenever the ball come to him, it would bounce off his bounce off his leg. Like it, it wasn't even close to being a good touch, and yeah. that's not really something that we'd ever associate Mope with. I mean, if there was anything that Mope is very good at, it's getting the ball down and holding it up. Um, he couldn't do that yesterday, and it was really strange. Well, yeah, maybe, obviously, Rudiger, Thiago Silva. Um, I thought, oh, yeah, I, I thought Thiago oh, Silva was actually. Got... Oh yeah, I was oh, just going to quickly, quickly say I, I, I thought he was brilliant against. Uh, yeah, against, against, really good, yeah, against yeah. Welbeck, like he, he he pocketed Welbeck like really easily. And mm. and one thing I just quickly want to say, Welbeck, he he was actually good. Like he, I thought he he found the positions Did well. Oh, well, I thought he he done the chance, but I thought his finishing was woeful. Like he he just didn't. Mm. Well, he didn't get any well, he had the one target. I don't think. Opportunity <laughs> where he missed it, didn't he? Was it first, yeah. first half where and second half Alzate well. played that unbelievable yeah, loop ball over the top. Half. Yeah, and then he uh, and he sort of fluffed I know, it. Yeah. But in the first half, and then he like missed kicked it. He like yeah. went to volley eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and second but half Alzate's ball to get in to get it over to him was unbelievable there. Yeah. And then second half, like, yeah, as soon as it, as soon off, as it yeah. kicked off, basically, like he got put through, and then Thiago Silva just basically gave him a little nudge, and then he just shanked it wide. And I was like, yeah, yeah. like he was getting in the positions, but he just yeah, his finishing wasn't great. So yeah, I, I, yeah, with Welbeck, he didn't have his best game. Also, I thought like, he could have done better, but yeah. great segue into the Palace game. Um, I want to say, and I, I was I, I said this before the Chelsea match. I didn't personally think that um, Gross played bad against Palace. Obviously, the penalty miss was awful. But I didn't think he was as bad as everyone made out to be. It's just the pa- uh, the penalty, obviously, oh, the penalty. I made it seem that, so much worse. And then, obviously, shall. against Chelsea, he was unbelievable. And the one that, like, they've done this unbelievable flick, but no one really t- spoke about it on Twitter. When uh, Moda had his chance, he, like, had the ball drilled into him, like, quite high up, like, probably, like, kneecap height. And just done, like, a little back flick, almost, type thing to Lamptey. Then cross the ball into Welbeck, Welbeck mm. to Moda. But and, oh yeah, he he was really good against Chelsea, and mm. he completely proved everyone wrong again. Everyone was like, he's finished, he's finished. But I personally didn't no, think but, he was shit against so Palace. Th- this yeah. is a, this is a good just quickly, just a good point actually. So we're gross. I saw someone on Twitter like, ah, oh, let's get him out, let's get him out in January. And I was like, why? Why would you want to get rid of him? He's a, yeah. he's a good squad player to have have until the end of the season and then you can review options like someone was saying oh yeah we've got too many options in midfield now we've got Saicedo back like we don't need him I was like Pascal different Gross players, is, though. He's a different, yeah, he's a different option yeah. and like he, he's proven out and time and time again that he is still a good player okay he yeah. might not you know he might be a bit slow and all these you know things that people on Twitter love to talk about Pascal Gross but as a squad player to have in the squad as an option I think why not keep him until the end of the season I just baffles me to think like, beyond, I don't see him? I don't see why we'd kick sell him in the summer even like he is so creative and he has that he's effortless tech like Chris mm. Hamill always says and he does have it in abundance I think yeah. the trouble with um, the gross thing is you're right it comes mostly from Twitter um, yeah, I think yeah. Twitter's Twitter's the, the place tough. where people can say whatever they want and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter they can just say whatever they want if they're at the game 
I mean, whenever I, I this is why I don't really like watching football when I'm not at it anymore. I just want to go to a game. I don't want to watch it on telly. Um, but when I'm when I'm at the game now, you, there's something happens and you move on with life. You don't you don't think about when Gross misplaced the pass. You don't talk about how Gross missed the penalty. You say it was an awful penalty because it was. Yeah, but yeah. you don't go on about it for the rest of the game. I mean, to be fair, there's there's some people sometimes that do say that in the in the ground. But overall, you just get on with it. You just say, okay, right, it wasn't very good, but oh well. You know, you move on. And, and I think it's just Twitter where people can just say stuff and be like, look, gross ain't good enough anymore. And, and then it sticks and it gets retweeted and people talk about it. And that's that's just what Twitter is. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought he was I thought he was really good last night. And he's mm. another one that went really under the radar. Um, I thought the whole midfield was so fluent. And it's again, it's credit to Potter because he, he can put in random players at this point. You, you don't have to have Lallana and Wepu Bissouma. We can literally just play anyone in midfield now. And they seem to do a very, very job. good job. They all know exactly. their job now, don't they? They're very, very yeah, organised. Everyone, everyone in the North Dan that I was with, when we looked, saw the lineup, we were like, fucking hell, like, this, this does not look good. Every, and it seems that's like yeah. the normal thing when you look at Brighton lineup, you go, oh God, that's not going to work. Yeah, and then and, it it, and then we always get <laughs> yeah. proven wrong. <laughs> we always get, so I'm just not going to say anything when I see the line out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I, was, I was the same. I'm not going to lie. Last night I was the same. Yeah. So, yeah. The thing is, it's almost like Graham Potter actually knows what he's doing, isn't it? It's <laughs> almost like us Brighton fans aren't managers, and we don't know what yeah. he's trying to think of. But the, the thing is, last night, right, the, the, the team was very different, and the simple, simple answer for it was. Players are being rested. We've got three games in eight days. We've got to rest players. We can't just put out yeah. our first team every single time. It's yeah. not FIFA. You don't give that's, them fitness that's the card. Thing. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's you, the you've thing. got you've got yeah. to let them recharge, and and they might be mentally tired as well. So you have to let them have a little day off. So yeah, I just I well, just think that's that's all that was. There's just a bit of rotation. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and again, it's a nice little segue into into the reason. Like for example, going back to the Palace game now. Like do you remember, everyone was moaning about Lamptey not starting. They were like, why is Lamptey not starting? Oh, well, you know, yeah. what outrage. He's like, yeah, he, he's He's, he's timely to manage. He's just come back from injury. He's, you know, his fitness, you know, you don't want to get him re-injured again. Like all these kind of things people don't realise. And it's like, yeah, okay, we want our best players on the pitch, but we want them for the rest of the season too, you know? Like, you yeah. know, it's just mm. one game and uh, we've got enough people. So yeah, talk about Palace then. Let's 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 get on with that because obviously we, we didn't um, talk about that uh, after. So yeah, again, um, at home, you know, a, a complete domination. Let's, I think that's fair to say, and I'm sure a lot of Palace fans, if they if they are watching, I'm domination. Not, but it was it was it was total domination. Like from start to finish, we battered them, mm. um, and then they they fair play. Their goal, uh, you know, credit where credit's due. Their goal yeah. was fantastic. It was all really players good. touched the ball. It was well, a really good goal. I it was a, yeah, so, sort of from like when know, I, I when I saw it going on, I was just like. I was like, this is, looks like a really, really good attack. And then I was like, mm. they're going to fucking score, aren't they? Yeah. I was like, it's yeah. just so classic against Palace. Oh, it was, yeah, t- yeah it was so classic. classic. Yeah, it was classic. Oh, it was so just building, wasn't it? From even when they're passing it around the back, me and my dad were sat there like, this is going to be something. And then they rig out, out again, they got into midfield and they, I think they beat Gross a couple of times. Then yeah. they're in midfield and you're thinking, Oh my god, they're going to score! Then yeah, they went yeah. into was, the wars of six yards. It was Joel Ward as well. Joel Ward. Yeah, we spoke about yeah, it before the game, and we were like, yeah. as he passed it, I was like, nah, trust me, he's got, he's still got, he's still, he's got, still the got it. About yeah, he, he literally was, ran. Mate, that. He, he was doing like one twos of everyone. Mate, he went from like, he went from right, to right back to left yeah. wing. And then yeah, crossed, yeah. like gave it to Mateta. Obviously, Mateta then brought it back to Gallagher. And also Gallagher as well. I didn't. I thought he had a poor game. You know, like I genuinely didn't think he played that well. And then out no, of nowhere, out of nowhere, he just popped up with a goal, good, good finish. And it's just it? like yeah. And I was just like, 
That is so typical us. Like we've dominated the whole so game, typical. and out of nowhere, they've done this move, which is great. Yeah. In all fairness, great little move. And That's the thing, great, isn't it? Like finish. you can't be. I, I'm not as salty about that Gallagher goal. Like when when it was the Benteke one, it was so hard to take because they literally yeah. it would come from a stupid Ben White clearance, oh, and then they ran up. Do you remember that Ben White? Yeah, Can I just yeah, I talk about just that Ben White gone out of play. He just kicked My it back God. into the centre circle. Yeah. So and then they just launched up the other side and then crossed in. And to be fair, it's a great volley from Benteke, but yeah. it should never have even got to that. Yeah. Position When's he done that since? Place. It's just one of their moments. Yeah. Like, it's just, so <laughs> it was just like you take your hat off and be like, yeah, fair enough. That was a very very good goal. You can accept that one. And yeah. uh, that's the thing. What it was with Gallagher, it hurt, but you were a bit like, I yeah, can live with point. that more than the Benteke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, at the time, I'm not gonna lie, Ryan, I was fuming because I was like, we've just <laughs> we've battered them we've absolutely battered mm. them and then out of nowhere the thing is the thing is, I saw someone say we've become one of the most inevitable teams in the league and even against Palace even against Chelsea at no point at no point during either of these games did I think we're going to lose I, yeah. ge- I genuinely just think I just think we're going to get a draw minimum it's just whether we're going to oh, win I don't, I don't think we're going to lose 1-0 pa- I never pa- ever think against Palace I, I, against Chelsea I 100% agree with you I actually was I was like we're going to get a draw here like we are we are being the better team Chelsea look or whatever but with Palace I don't know the longer it went on I was just like oh my god we're actually going to lose this we, we, we absolutely battered them and we're going to lose this game so I don't know you're, got, you're maybe so more, I've got more the stat that I was trying I to look for um, it's just this is how it is against Palace at home so the last three home games against Palace in the Premier League 67 shots we scored two goals uh, we faced 18 <laughs> shots and conceded four goals and only got one point <laughs> Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And uh, it's just this it's picture of Potter going. Like, if you don't I laugh, saw, you cry, um, do you know what I mean? I saw people going on at Potter for that and saying that this is, you know, why would Man United want him? Well, look at the stats. That's exactly why Man United would want him. They just can't score. I mean, if they've got Cristiano Ronaldo in the box, yeah. not being funny, it's yeah, not going to be one goal or whatever it is out of those shots. I mean, I, I don't know. But people just don't understand that sort of game, do they? They just, they just see the stats and a loss and they think it's bad. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, credit to Potter the last last probably three or four weeks now. It's, oh, mate. Everything's been spot on. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Now, now the only thing is, right, if we're going to be critical, is we need to turn these draws into wins. We need to find some three points out of somewhere because if we do want to get the top seven to get this European tour alive, it's possible. It's possible. I, I, and, I, and I think now anything less than 10th, it's a failure now. I think we, we need to be getting 10th or above. Because if we get 11th, that's not good enough anymore. Brighton fans won't be happy with 11th. I don't think anyone at the club will be happy with 11th anymore. We've set the tone mm. now. We aren't, we aren't 11th. Top we should be. finish minimum, I guess. We have it? to be now. We have to be. And, and, and everyone's set that as well. Alexis McAllister said at the beginning of the season. Burn they it, want yeah. to push for that. And Potter's made it quite clear as well. The, the whole club's made it quite clear that that's what they want. So I think now anything less than 10th this season is, isn't good enough. We need to be going for top 10. And that's, that's, that's me being my really crit, not my really, critical side of things I, I'm being very harsh here and saying look anything less than 10th ain't good enough and I think they'll look I, at 11th as a failure but, but I think I think if you look at the season so far why is that unrealistic like why, why is that it's not, not an achievable yeah, I'm why, why is that, yeah why, why that. is that not an achievable goal why is top 10 not achievable I, I think it's more than, more it than achievable. it's not it's not unrealistic it's not not to I don't think people watch this podcast go fuck me these these three are crazy like it's not a crazy mm. shout to say top 10 I think it was crazy yeah. last season yeah not anymore oh yeah, yeah. we are inevitable now we we will we will <laughs> we score against you Thanos. we will we score against you we will yeah. come into your ground and in the 90th minute... We will draw one, against you. If it's 1-0, <laughs> yeah. we will get a point. <laughs> we, we will, will get, get a point, point. minimum. <laughs> so um, don't think you're safe when you're 1-0 up against Brighton. It doesn't matter if there's 95th, 95th minute. 
We're things still we can guarantee score. you won't lose against us. One thing actually was um, a good point that was brought up last night actually from a Liverpool fan. So he, he, was, he was talking about how we, um, how we approach games and he was saying that um, like we, don't, we go into every game with no fear and he was, mm. like, he was like every game I've watched with Brian this season he goes apart from Liverpool and Man City you go into that game thinking you can win and I was like yeah. wait I was, I was like just quickly um, a little caveat against Liverpool second half we dominated you so let's, yeah. let's take Liverpool away from that um, so yeah no, no but definitely Man City like I think the only game this season that we've properly been dominated was Man City apart mm. from that we, I think every On game that point, pretty Mads. much you know. On that point, we've lost five in all competitions this season. And this was Mike King that tweeted this. He goes, we lost against a well-drilled Everton side with, and we had no wing-backs playing. Cause we had, yeah. And we were, that was horrendous. Leicester on penalties, we lost. We lost to the champions. Lost to Villa because of the manager bounce. He yeah. says that was the only one I'm uh, annoyed at. And I can agree with that. And then with Wolves, we had a weak squad to, due to COVID. Um, yeah. no, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were in decent but form for, uh, at that time. it's nothing yeah. less than you'd expect of us now I mean even last season we didn't really struggle against anyone to be honest yeah. and whenever yeah. I'd say that people would just start show me a screenshot of the league table but we didn't struggle against anyone. It, it, I watch football with my eyes. I don't look at the stats and the, and the league standings to see football. I watch it with my eyes. And that's why I rated Werner earlier on. Because I watch him. I don't just look at his output and goals and assists. Yeah. And the same applies for Brighton. I don't just look at... If we don't score, we don't mean we haven't had a good game. We can still have a good game and not score a goal. I mean, yes, the ultimate aim of football is to score goals and get results. But at the end, you know, you don't judge a player or judge a team based on that. Mm. And that's what I've been trying to say for the past two years is we go into every game very, very good. I think the mentality that, that's been drilled in by Graham Potter and yeah. is good. And we never yeah. really look like the we're going to get anything less now. Yeah, the yeah, resilience we don't lay down. He's, he's, real, he's drilled into the squad. It's brilliant to see. Like, I love it. Like Now, like you said, Ryan, like we... We go into the, most games, apart from Chelsea for me personally, we go in, like every like last 20 minutes, if, we, if we're a goal behind, all the fans are now like, oh, okay, we can get a draw here. Because that's just the way we've sort of been, you know, we've seen it time and time again. West Ham, Southampton, uh, what are the late... Palace, sort of, Brentford. It felt like Chelsea, yeah, Brentford, yeah. Like, Chelsea, when, yeah. when Chelsea scored, we were like, well, I, feel, I feel like we were going to score. We were, it just, it was just, you could feel it in the air. Yeah, no, yeah, I really, but really, really thought my 2 1 was on. I really, really thought it. I thought, oh my God, this is actually going to be right. And then, yeah, yeah. it just didn't happen, did it? I was really right. feeling it last night. I thought it was. But- but no, never just, just quickly putting it back to Palace, just because obviously yeah, there's a couple of bits still to just to cover. So quickly then, uh, the penalty obviously for us, um, how we got that. Obviously Hughes was doing, uh, oh, w- yeah, WWE yeah. well, uh, on uh, on on Veltman. He was doing a bloody uh, RKO yeah. out of nowhere. Uh, so that was obviously a foul. I think no one, no, no yeah, one could sort of look at that. That was a penalty. Think, yeah, that was a penalty yeah. all day long. Why, and why, then, honestly, why were you doing that? And also, sorry, I've seen I've seen Palace Brighton combined 11s and people were putting Will Hughes over Basuma. Palace. Oh, good like, lord! Like, that is one of the worst things smoking? I've read in my life. Yeah, what are they a, smoking in his that's corner? A ter- the fuck that is a terrible shout. That probably quite um, a bit to be fair. And then obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but what? But what are they smoking? That's the thing. No, yeah, no what are they? Sh- what are they shooting up more? Like anyway, right? So oh. just just quickly, um, gross. <laughs> the penalty. I just want to. I just want to discuss the penalty. We, we've 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 touched on it, mm. so we can't go too much into it. But for me personally. Why is he not just decided? What, like, I felt like he was in two minds. Like he's just gone really half-hearted, half-hearted, just down the middle kind of thing. His, why uh, did we put gross on it anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is he taking it? Why is he taking that? I don't know. Neil, Neil, who's informal, was on the pitch. Alexis, who scored a penalty recently, is on the pitch. And Pot, when Pot was asked about it, Trossard as well. When Pot was asked about it. He was like, "We just decide." I think he said, "Like we decide on the day or something." I was like, 
Sure, you just have a penalty taker. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Well, yeah, it is very, very. To be fair, fair. Ericsson would have been a good penalty taker. I think maybe, maybe a free. Yeah, uh, I mean, he saw he saw that upside down um, house, didn't he? Just fucked off. Didn't yeah, I think him. he just didn't like it. Yeah, not yeah, enough that's Danish. What I heard, anyway, not enough Danish <laughs> vibes around in town. Uh, no, but yeah, I, no, got, honestly, I got told he didn't like the Danish pastries. Then obviously we had the disallowed goal, um, which was fair enough. But I feel so bad for the two Brighton fans that ran on the pitch, and one of them got actually got caught. One of them made it back into the stands, but and I don't know whether he got caught afterwards or not. But um, yeah, those two fans had celebrated for a disallowed goal on the pitch. It's oh yeah, one of them yeah. things. One of the, I think the, one of the guy that actually got caught had blue air as well, so there's no way he was not going to get caught even on CCTV. I'll tell you what, um, Palace feels like a lifetime ago, and it was only last Friday. I, yeah, I genuinely, days ago, I'm, str- I'm struggling to remember it because I'm clouded by Chelsea. And then I went, I, I, I did a 300 mile round trip for, for Palace. I just don't remember it. Yeah, what your logistics is well, actually pony. Like, surely you need to get <laughs> Chloe to come to you when you've got a home match. Yeah, but then I guarantee you, Chloe's coming to yours when you've got Leicester away on Sunday. That's just your logistics. No, it's actually <laughs> I'm up there. It's all right. That makes <laughs> more sense. It's, yeah. it's only 25 minutes away from there, so yeah, exactly. Leicester away is going to be good fun. Are you going Leicester, Ben? Or not? No, I'm not going Leicester. <sighs> I'm, I'm going Spurs. No Sunday yeah, no, Funday no, for no me. Leicester. No Leicester. Yeah, I'm Spurs buzzing for Leicester. Good. I'm really, really, really excited. Please now. still go uh, Spurs, Ryan. You got it, mate. Yeah, that's, maybe that's going to be our Maybe. first. I've got tickets. Our first Tell you what, Barbara, you really wound me up. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> we will talk about quickly, that. We've yeah, got let, that. let's just quickly wrap up the Palace because I think we've literally got the uh, own goal to talk about, and then we can oh, go yes. on to other oh, stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so just hard. quickly then, just to wrap it up the Palace. Um, yeah, it was a uh, great, great piece of play from Mope. A little flick over. over who's the? Is it mm. uh, Joel Ward? I think it was. Sat him down. Yeah, a little bird camp flick. Yeah, yeah, little flick. And then, then the cross up. If if Anderson didn't turn it into his own goal, I think Welbeck was behind him to turn it in anyway. Yeah. So I think that was going to go in regardless. But yeah, Anderson OG obviously, um, yeah, great bit of play from Mope and yeah, well deserved. I think we, it was the least we deserved from that game. Uh, the equaliser uh, strikes again. That's the equaliser strikes. Anderson, so, it wasn't Anderson exactly. goal, but yeah. Uh, but so yeah. annoying it wasn't Mope actually. I, yeah. I just would have loved it to be him because he. Yeah. he if he if he got that he would have gone mad when he I'm surprised. Yeah. You know when uh, he had scored the disallowed goal, he didn't give it to I think maybe because he knew that it wasn't an actual goal that stood. He didn't give it to the Palace fans. He literally just ran to the corner and done a knee slide. He, I didn't see yeah. him look or like cup his ear or yeah, anything. Yeah, no, I thought he would. Yeah, he, he probably knew. Like, he probably knew that it wasn't going to be given, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah probably. Um all right boys. Well, listen, uh, again, should we just give a quick little summary then? We'll give it I'll give, I'll give a 10 second summary of Palace game then we'll go through that and then we'll we'll wrap it up. So my 10 second summary is we absolutely battered them. We should have got three points. Uh, hope Burnley get relegated. And then uh, there yep. you go. Yeah. I hope Brighton get relegated. <laughs> uh, ben? Uh, that's a lot of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, wrap us up. Uh, um, need to start winning. Nice, yeah, nice. Need to start winning. Like I'm going to be critical. Like Fuck it, balance. like it. Well. Right. Okay, so uh, moving on then, boys. Of course, yeah, let's talk about Spurs allocation and a bit of Paul Barber beef. Again, Twitter, Twitter. I, I know we, we spend a lot of time on Twitter, don't we, boys? So we see a lot of things on Twitter. So we want, if you see us referring <laughs> to Twitter a lot. It wasn't just we, Twitter we, beef, we it was email it. beef as well. It so was email we, beef, We saw actually. the guy yeah. and my mate Connor yeah. Smith, he, got, he emailed him and got some... He, Connor didn't tweet it, but he got some proper patronising stuff as well. He, he said to my friend Connor, he goes, he was like... Well, Connor, if it was ten that if it was tens of thousands of pounds of your money, you wouldn't risk it either, would you? With a question mark. And he was like, I'd take my ten years of ticketing experience over He was like, I'm sure you'll take our ten years of 
ticketing experience judgment over um, over the fans' judgment. I was like, what? But all, my question is, it's so think, patronizing. Do, do you think it's him, like him actually sitting down writing the emails, or do you think it's yeah. his PA? Yeah, hundred percent. No, but Maz, Maz, Maz. I can't say half the stuff I want to say in this situation. Right? <laughs> but put it this way, I've still got an invoice from November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they, they were paying Lacardia sixty grand a week to do shaggle. What is? And they said, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. And so they're not going to spend eighty-two thousand pounds, which yeah. they will make back because we are going to sell out on a nine thousand. It is so low risk. Even mm. if it wasn't the full nine thousand, let's say it was eight thousand, it would literally be like five thousand pounds that they're out of pocket. Oh fuck me, boo hoo, yeah. Paul Barber. We're a Premier League club. We make <laughs> we make that in. Like this, need some popcorn. We make that in like a, we make that in a day minimum. Obviously, yeah. we make more than five k a day look, in the football club. But yeah. do you know what look, I mean? Like, it's I, pathetic. I, I, I am going to defend Barber. They a cocked bit it up here because no, they cocked no, up. No, 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 not on the ticketing situation. Not, I'm not talking about uh, Spurs away. I'm talking about in general. I, I feel like Barber. Like we got to admit, Barber, Ashworth, and Bloom <laughs> at the top. Like as a okay, you might they might look at it as a business, oh, which yeah. sometimes is not the right way. But listen, they've got us into a position where we we are look what we talked about earlier. We're competing like in the top ten. We're you know we're competing on the pitch, off the pitch. We're making incredible signings. I know it's albeit fucking twelve yards to go out on loan, but <laughs> we, are, we are we are we are we are a like you know as as a as a club we are very 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 well run. Um, yeah, and that, sure. and a big credit to is Barber. Ashworth yep. and Blue. So, from that perspective, no but, in that one. yeah, but I, I get it. The ticketing situation for Spurs has been handled really badly, and his response to it hasn't been great. I like, I feel like his people skills are not there. His business skills yeah. are one hundred percent. His people skills are about sixty percent. Like, I think that's what was where the point it, I was going to make. It, it the lacks. point, the point where he fucked up though, in one of the emails, he was like, um, "Was well, obviously they went out and say on January seventeenth we sold five thousand seven hundred in three days," and then he was like. Uh, and then he was like, well, we didn't have any oh, uh, tickets sold sales. within like the, within the last 12 hours. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The email you sent then was like at 12 p.m. And the tickets only went on general sale or to Albion Plus members at 9 a.m. that day. So there was only like a three hour window for you to actually judge that. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to be buying tickets in the early hours of the morning. Season ticket holders aren't because they're asleep. It doesn't really work like that. Season ticket holders were waiting for their friends to buy tickets on general sale so they could sit together. And likewise, with my Albion Plus members are waiting for season ticket holders. Just vice versa. Like people were waiting for that next week to buy the tickets with their friends that don't necessarily have season tickets. And he and yeah. they, they they basically they sold it out too early. Well, yeah. They closed it's, it too it's, early. It's a really, really, really poor decision. It's yeah. a really poor. It's a it's a complete lack of consideration decision. It's a it's a it's a quick money grab decision. That's the trouble that I think that fans are going to have. It, it's a hard one to accept because it's the reality of what the club's become, uh, if you will. Yeah. We, we've become so corporate that we don't remember where we came from. We might remember where we came from when we do our little speeches on you know, the press conferences, but we don't remember where we came from when it comes to remembering the fans. And I think that the trouble is, um, that's the way it's going to be. You know, If you want to grow a club, if you want to be the next level, you have to be corporate in this world and you have to just take the money. And yeah. that's not good. And it's not what fans want to see because that's not what we want. And at the same time, there is other ways around it. But I don't know that market so well to the fact where I can start disputing Barber. Um, but I do agree because 5,700 tickets sold for Tottenham. I've got two of those. And I've got to be honest with you. 
it doesn't have the same ring to it as it did before. 9,000 to, to Tottenham. It, yeah. When we went 7K to MK Dons, I was absolutely buzzing. I couldn't wait. It was great. We had the whole end. I loved it. Every single minute of it. And it was brilliant. And that's what the whole part of it was. It was 7K to yeah. MK was how it was marketed. And we were going to take over and Tottenham Hotspur State. We're going to take, yeah, thing. and we're going to take over Spurs. And the 9,000, and if you look on the initial um, article thing on the Brighton website, not single mention. It, it says up to, it does say up to 9,000, but it does not say that it would only be up to 5,700 sold. It didn't say that. So as far as me and my dad were concerned, there was 9,000 going to Tottenham. Mm. So that's why we got the tickets because we were like, we could put out a bunch of kids for this game, but it doesn't matter because it's going to be a fun day out and we could go lose 3 0, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the trouble is now, if we've got 5,700, I'm not sure if I'm really that interested anymore. I'd rather go to Tottenham, Tottenham away in the league. Because it's just money, isn't it? I'd rather I'd rather spend the money on going to Tottenham away in the league because now we spend whatever it is like ten pound, eleven quid on the car park. It's just it's just oh, yeah, we, up, doesn't it? We're, we're so having just, to get we're having to get the train and then seagulls travel back. So, but we can't just get a return journey back with seagulls travel. You have to buy the there and back journey because we want to go up and then have, like drink in London, obviously during the day, yeah. and then come, and then we have to come back in a coach because obviously I don't think we've spoken about this on the podcast. The train situation, like even if it finishes at full time, the last train from Victoria back to Brighton yeah. is like 40 minutes it's after mad. the game and See, just can't make it that's back. That's the thing. Like. That's the next thing. There's all about safety. And I get that again to a level, but at the same time, it, it's a massive, massive, massive ground. This is a brand new football stadium that's been put, put that's been put in to cater for away fans. I've been to Tottenham away. They've got I've bloody cheese rooms, rooms Brian. They've got bloody cheese rooms in there. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> huge. So there's no way that you're going to have, you know, they always say about, you know, they refer to the Hillsborough disaster and whether, you know, people getting crunched, crushed and stuff. Fine. But this is a new stadium that's been mm. designed to safe hold standing that well. many people. There's safe standing in place for people to be able to go to these games and be safe. That's what it's for. And I completely agree with everything that Tottenham put in place. So how how this has happened, I don't know. I, I find it absolutely ludicrous because, of course, we're going to sell 9,000. Mm. If we sold that many that quickly, we're going to sell 9,000. We sent, we sold 7,000 to MK Dons. Yeah. And that's how MK it was marketed. And <laughs> MK Dons, mate. MK Dons, mate. I think so, the I don't main know. Fuck I just up, think... The main fuck-up is just the time. If they're giving it two more days for these My Album Plus and season ticket holders to buy their tickets together, <laughs> then if they were like, okay, we haven't sold out the 9,000, fine. But... Yeah. To just completely yes. disregard and not give those fans a chance to get their tickets and just just assume that they're not going to buy tickets, which is completely ludicrous, and not even give them a chance to do it and just settle for the 5,700 is, yeah, is a joke. It's, yeah. it's a shame because, you know, like, I think the barber now, I'll, I'll finish on this because I don't want to talk about barber too much because it can run into trouble. Mm. But I, I just think, I just think for, I think he's in a situation now with, with fans particularly, like, you're only a couple more decisions of money over fans away from them really yeah. starting to get annoyed because I mean we're not we're not ungrateful for where we are. This is what people Premier League fans. If this got clipped clipped up and put on Twitter, yeah, and people could bad. start saying that <laughs> yeah, they could start saying that we're we're being ungrateful for what he's done for us. We're not. This isn't to do with that. We're we're just. We just want to have a bit of um, love back, if you like. We want to just feel like we're a part of the club still, because uh, I've got to be honest. Since the championship days, it really doesn't feel like that. Mm. And I just, well, I just they were us customers. He's like, f- we're their customers because yeah, they buy they, stuff from us and they deserve and I, to be. I, I, I know we they, are. I know no, we are. He said but, they deserve yeah. to be treated like customers. No, we don't. We deserve to be treated like fans. Yeah, and I know we are. That but we really pay so much. I put so much money into this club and. I don't get any back. I, I, but I just, I just, <laughs> I just love to just be 
Um, oh, I just love to just feel like I'm still 16-year-old Ryan who goes to the games and loves every second of it again to the point where, you know, we, we've got that connection because it, it, it's gone, to be honest. It, it, it's really gone. And I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. I probably am. But um, I just, uh, just just one more bad decision away from fans really starting to get annoyed. Uh, I'll put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Listen, no, no. So, yeah, let's wrap it up there. So, yeah, we, I think we could talk about that all day, can't we? Um, but, yeah. I think no, we covered the main look, point. Yeah, no, exactly. Time yeah, exactly. For, like, the, the dust to settle. And then we kind of realised that it was just that's the main thing. Just but it'd be interesting to hear from time. everyone who's watching on YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, please, please, like, we always like to hear mm. like, what people think. So, obviously, yeah. this is just our opinions. This is our this is our views. It's interesting to yeah. hear why the Brian And we're not saying think, we so. don't respect Barber for what he's done for us. We get that. Yeah. We, we, we get that completely. This is just purely the decision-making process behind the lack of consideration to fans. That is that is literally it. Yeah. That is literally it. So, yeah. Yeah, let us know in the comments below if you, if you agree with uh, Barber's decisions or just the way he's sort of conducting himself recently. If, uh, yeah, we always always like to hear hear that. So, right, next one. Ben, apparently Boys, you've got a question got, for us. I have got a question for you, lads. Go on, then. And Go on, then. I'm, I'm, hopefully, I'm it, we shouldn't put you on the spot too Sorry. much. It might do, because if it does, I'll just tell you my right. opinion. Right, Ryan, you Basically, go first. Yeah. Obviously, oh, yet another, yeah, another managerial sacking, and Graham Potter's like one of the favourites for the job. Gets asked about is he going to take the job? Blah blah blah. Every press conference when there's a new job. When is the point where he's not going to say? Well, obviously he's not never going to say I'm not happy here. But when's the point where he's going to say I've achieved achieved everything I can here at Brighton? Like where where is the ceiling for Brian and Potter together? I, I answered this yesterday, Ben. So I'm re- I'm prepared for this. Oh, did you? Right. Good. Yeah. So okay. So. I think personally. The question Maz can answer, so he's going to go first. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go first. Um, So I believe personally for myself, I think if he could take us to Europe, that would be incredible achievement. Like even Europa Conference League, and I know it's you know. Yeah, I'm settling for that. Yeah, I'll take that all day long. I'm I'm settling for Krasnodar away. I'm happy with that. Or even even (laughs) uh, if he could take us to a major (laughs) final in a cup competition. Like an FA Cup final, uh, and you know, obviously win it would be amazing. But just to get us yeah. to a final, um, I think that's probably Chris you know, uh, semi final. Semi final, yeah, that nah, that's close. Exactly. No, no, it's not a final, is it? Uh, but yeah, like you know, a, 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 a domestic. Yeah, exactly. Here, yeah, to be fair, um, could have beaten. Yeah, a, a, was it Watford in the final? Should well? have beaten City. We should have beaten. Yeah, could have beaten. Walker should have been sent off. Little bastard. he's done it again, that Walker. But yeah, basically to answer your question, Ben, I think yeah, European qualification would be incredible. And like to then play Europe for a season, and then if, if we didn't really do anything that season, like for example, we we didn't qualify Europe again, or blah blah, blah I could see and then maybe going and be like, right, is this sort of like yeah. my time to to go? Um, or yeah, or a domestic final or domestic cup final win that would be also huge. Um, so yeah, for me personally, that would be incredible. Um, and I think that's when he'd sort of look to be like, right, I've done all I can, kind of thing. Um, I go by the fact of the five-year plan that I think that they've set in place. I go by, if by 2025, Graham Potter doesn't feel like he's done enough, I think that's it. Um, but, but what, what I do is think not enough, though, same time, what, what, what do you think his definition I think, of not enough is? Well, I think this season now, it has to be top 10. I think anything less than that's not good enough. Uh, I think next season has to be then top eight. Um, and then whether they decide for the final season, whether that is you have to get to Europe. Um, but I think we can't look back now. We can't look to the relegation and, and sit on the thirteenth space because that's not where we belong anymore. We've yeah. we've jumped we've jumped this season. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying um, we can't dip again, but you know it's very possible. But what we've got in place, I can't see that happening anyway. Mm. Um, so I'd say I'd say in terms of it, it, purely based on achievement, I think what he would say is a ceiling is 
you know, getting to say a quarter final of of a, of a European competition, um, that would be the Quarter? ultimate ultimate ceiling. But, but I thought you were going to say quarter final of the League Cup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because why why set as as such an ambitious club and and sign wonder kids if you don't want to get to these sort of stages? You know, we're not. Um, with no disrespect to Brentford, but they like to sell their best players when they get to a good form because then they can make a lot of money. That's how they've operated. Mm. Um, we don't do that. We we build these players up and we, we make our team better with them. You see what we've done with Basuma, we've done with Dunk, we've done with Webster, we've done with so many players. We, we, we build them up. On the odd occasion now with Ben White, that's the only one that we've let go uh, because 50 million, who's saying no to 50 million? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think anything anything that's a European sort of stage, I think is fair enough. Um, but I think overall, if Man, if Man United come calling, I don't think that he has. I, I wouldn't blame him for saying no. Um, and ultimately, as I well, you take I, it. I feel like he's wise yeah. enough to realise that it's a poison chalice, and no no uh, manager can unless unless there's a five years past of players. Unless he's got in some power out. in it, yeah. if you know. And, what and, I mean. and also um, as well, just quickly on that, like for example, I, and again, I, I said this last night. I feel like. I think a jump up to the top four teams, so like the Man City's, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, for example, those four, I think that's just, for right now, I wouldn't want him to go to those teams because I feel like it's just too much too quickly. Yeah. I'd want to see him maybe at like a... That's a, his trouble, whether he'd back yeah, himself. exactly, yeah. yeah like, I feel and like, the Man United players don't suit his style of play at all. It would not work, I just don't think. They're, yeah. they're not They're not the players I, that would fit in a system. You can see what they're doing like with Ragnik, it's just not really working. They're, yeah. They're, they're so set in their ways, those players. I, I think I'd want to see him go, like if, obviously I don't want to see him go anywhere, but if I had to see him go somewhere, I'd want him to go like a, like a let's say like a West Ham or a Tottenham type of club because they are sort of a bit more advanced than we are in terms of sort of progress. And then he could actually sort of prove his worth in those clubs and he wouldn't maybe get mm. sort of hounded out too quickly. Maybe at Spurs maybe, but you know, he'd get a bit more of a chance. Rather That's than the thing, it's taking so much time for a, for this, to, for us to start picking up his style of play, like imagine if he then goes to another exactly. team and he has to start yeah. all the way from the beginning again. Yeah, I mean, would they give you, him a chance? You could, so. you could argue that better players will get it quicker. Obviously, if he went to the City team, they'll pick up instantly. But he's not going to get the City job. Yeah, but no, you know what I mean? no, uh, for, for me though, um, yeah, oh, yeah, Europe, Europa Conference League, that would be absolute scenes if he got done that. And yeah, fair enough. We had a little run in that. For the, yeah, for the following season, whilst he was still at the helm, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. I think that's when he would be able to be like happy and go, look, I've got you here now. Mm. Time not to move on. And just quick, just quickly as well, just to wrap this bit up, um, with regards to um, sort of what is what do we define as success as well? I think that's a key thing as well. It's like what do we think success built? Because some fans in our fan base would just be like, I'm just happy to be in the Premier League. I'm happy just to play Premier League football every season, as long as we don't get relegated. Some people might think that. And obviously us, like, like us, we want to get Europe. We've got higher ambitions. We want to sort That's of take the club as high as we can. So I suppose it just depends, like, what do you define success as? It's like, do, are you just I happy to be see, in the Premier League? Or um, do you I want to see Brighton get to Europe. Yeah. Um, I want to see that. I have to see that in my lifetime. I've got to see Brighton get to Europe. Well, whatever European competition, one of the three competitions, Champions League would be fantastic. I was so happy when they created the competition because um, I was like, it's just one, one more place yeah. for us to. I was so yeah. happy. I was like, getting and seventh yeah. is like reasonable seventh this season. Yeah. Seventh is actually reasonable this seventh season. Like, it really, really like, isn't out of a reach at all. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, I just want to see us play good football in the Premier League. I yeah. mean, regardless of where we, I want us to just play good football. I don't want us to be boring Hewton football in the Premier League. And I'm not saying Hewton of the past because I loved Chris Hewton, but I mean. 
I, I just want us to play good football. I want to see us, if it's not with Potter, I want us to just be always appointing the right manager with the right thing. I yeah, want us yeah. to be playing nice football because I don't want us to just turn into like Burnley where we just start signing rubbish and, and you know, just getting by. I don't want that. Yeah, There's yeah. no point. I don't find excitement in that at all. Yeah, so, 100%. Um, my friend, my yeah. friend Brett turned around to me during the match yesterday. He said something along the lines of, he was like, this is as good as it gets. Like when we were, we were literally smashing them. I'd smash and Chelsea and he was like this is this is it like, this is the <laughs> is it though like the way we're playing no, that's the way we were playing and dominated yeah. Chelsea I think. yeah yeah I, I, I get it I think I think um, the ones to always look at in this situation for a club like us is Leicester and that brings us on in a minute anyway to Leicester yeah but, well played Ron but, um, <laughs> but a club like Leicester uh, they won the league okay absolute miracle come true um, but what they've done since that is really impressive. Yeah. They've built yeah. their squad properly. They haven't turned into Blackburn or, you know, even, uh, I don't even know. Was it Blackburn? Yeah, Blackburn won it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And then Blackburn. they fell right down. So they, they've done really well with what they had. Won the and, FA Cup um, as well last year. Yeah, they won the FA Cup and the, they, they've just been very, very good. And um, they've they've made the right signings and they've spent their money wisely and, and turned into a good attacking team to watch. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's a great example. I think that's a great example, Ryan. I think that like, as, as if we want any club to have like the same model, so to speak, or the same path, I think Leicester, you can't really... Like no, for, for a club of our stature, every yeah. club, yeah, yeah, a club of our stature. Exactly, exactly, yeah. So I think it's a great, great comparison, and, and I'd love to us to go down that route. And then, yeah, brings us nicely into that preview as well. And they just come off the back of an, a great win against Liverpool, obviously, the last time they played um, against Liverpool uh, on the twentieth of December. So they haven't played in the league since the twentieth of December. Apparently, well, am really? I am I reading this right? Yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah, mate. They've played eighteen games. They're three games behind us. Um, Funny if we beat them and like Brendan Rodgers does the opposite of Tuchel and goes, well, we're so rusty, so yeah. <laughs> we haven't. Well, they, they played in the so FA Cup, so I'm, played... I'm talking about the the league. So in the league, oh, they league, haven't played yeah. since uh, 20th December, but they played in the FA Cup on the 8th of January, which is what still 11 days what, ago. Is that Watford? Uh, Watford, they're beating four one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's no, there's no tired excuses this time. Yeah, no there. tired there, excuses. There literally isn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I want to start this one off because obviously I'm, I'm going, so I want to feel positive for it, and I think. I think it'll be good. I think it, I think genuinely think we're going to be all right. And I, whenever we play away, we play really well. Um, I've never really doubted us away from home under Potter. Um, I fully expect us to go there and play dominant football. Um, Leicester are a tough team to play against, uh, but they haven't got Vardy like they used to. Uh, they've they've got Vardy, but they haven't got the Vardy that they had. Mm. Um, Madison's always a scare, but I think overall. I, I fancy us, and it's the first time going into Leicester away where I fancy us. We we beat them at home two one just game, yeah. um, just about, and I, I'd always yeah. think of them as the cursed team. We always struggle against Leicester, but that win was so sketchy that it's it's got me into thinking, okay, we can actually do anything this season. Mm. And Leicester, bring them on! I really think bring them on because um, I don't right. doubt us for a second to to get a last minute goal or something dramatic against Leicester at all. Well, so look, recent yeah. recent years, sorry, about no, go on, go on. just recent years, it's always been it's always been tough, tough against it? Leicester. We don't really, yeah. apart from obviously not the anomaly of beating them two one in the league this season at yeah. home, we don't we don't do well against Leicester. Obviously, yeah. in the FA Cup this season, the FA Cup this season or the League Cup this season, lost on pens. Uh, last year in the FA Cup, lost with like the 96th minute in in that show goal. It just yeah, oh, Leicester's yeah, not a good yeah. Time I forgot for about that one. Normally. I forgot about that in that show one, or was it? Yeah, someone. Like yeah, about that. And thank God he's he's at the Afcon now, isn't he? So when I think yeah. well, about that. Talk, talk about Afcon, Ben. I, I'm just looking through their sort of players out, and <laughs> mate, they've got a hefty, hefty bill out. So just just to quickly run it through. They got these are all the players that are going to be out for the game: Johnny Evans, Timothy Castagna. <laughs> 
Jamie Vardy, Ricardo Pereira, Wesley Fofana, Ian Acho, Mendy, Amati, and Didi, and Bertrand. <laughs> so they've got... <laughs> we're we're, we're going to be cooking, hopefully. But obviously, look, sometimes uh, it works two ways. It? Like, it, you know, some players come in, uh, like the Drewsbury Halls, and, you know, all these like sort of like young players. He looks like a dick, tidy player yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Good, actually, like, yeah, you yeah, know, they've got, they got these like young players that could come through and try and prove a point. So it could work in our... Work in our uh, against us, sorry. Flavor, uh, but then, yeah, yeah but... If these players are out and, you know, Leicester are just not gelling with the, the new players coming in, then obviously we can really, really assert our dominance and um, hopefully massive, get a positive, positive Massive result. mid-table clash as well, boys. Obviously, they're, they're literally yeah, put there yeah, below ninth us. And tenth. Yeah, three, but got three games, games in, in hand. hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Four-point uh, four four gap. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, look, they've nah, got a lot of players them. out. We're um, going to beat them. So it should be we big. If we if we want to get Conference League, this is a game we've got to beat. We we have we to win. We got to win. We have to win. We and I, to I tell you what, League. we need to start being like this now. We we need to look at games like Leicester. We need to look at teams like Leicester. <laughs> we no. need to be winning these sorts of games. Uh, we have to. We're Brighton over Albion in 2022. We're not in 2019 anymore. We look at Leicester and we have to win. And that's what we should be telling the players now. We go into this game. We think we right, go in Europe, mate. We're going to Europe. If you want to get to Europe, if you want to have your nice tour out in Belgium, we've got to get this win. Right, we we have to up. win this game. Clip it up, boys. So you clip it up because we're going, we're going to beat Leicester. We're going to go Leicester. We're going to beat them. 2-1. <laughs> <two, one>, all right? <laughs> love, uh, it. love it. Love Actually, it. no, don't, not even 2-1. They, Va- no, they, they haven't got Vardy. They haven't got your natural. They're not going to score. It's going to be 2-0. We're going to smash them. Two we're going nil. to play them off the park. We're going to go there. <laughs> we're going to win. Convincingly. Because oh, we're going to look like we should be top 10. That's what we're doing. We're going to that game. We're going to win. Who's our American friend Ryan again? Um, he's going to be watching. It's Mad About Foxes guy. What's his name again? Zach. Zach. Yeah, he's going to be watching. Zach. Mar- Mad About Foxes. <laughs> Look, I just think like you, you haven't got it in you, bro. We're going to go to your team and we're going to play you off the park, bro. You ain't got Jimmy the soccer Ryan, squad that we do, man. For real. Wait, hold on. They, they're playing uh, Spurs tonight. Are they? Oh, no. Has that oh, been cancelled? Are they? Oh. Uh, might have been cancelled. Oh, no. Is it? That's it? I don't know. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna beat them. Though. I'm telling. We're gonna beat them. I've got oh, that oh, feeling oh, in my. Oh, we're gonna beat them. Think, no, they have I've, got Spurs tonight. Yeah, they got Spurs tonight. There you go. All right, there you go. So it'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, we'll be interested to see how they get on well, there. I'm watching that one then. Yeah, yeah. they'll, they'll uh, see how they get on Ooh. tonight. But go on, ben. apparently James Justin might be back. Uh, for Leicester oh mate do you remember he Forgotten gave Dan Burn he had a good time against us didn't he last time yeah, yeah. yeah Dan Burn he made him look very yeah, but then he so snapped his na- Daka Justin and Soyonchu among players who could return for Leicester um, which obviously if they play probably in contention to play on Sunday as well yeah but yeah they got they got. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they get on against Spurs um, and then yeah prediction boys and Ben <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Ryan and agree and say a win um, I don't know if it'd be two I reckon. Actually, yeah, go on. Yeah, two 0 Yeah, and one we're gonna. One of them will we're be a penalty, it. though. One of them will be a pen. That's fine. Whatever, yeah. whatever it may, it could go in like the worst own goal you've ever seen. I don't yeah. care. It's it, we're gonna beat them. Yeah, I really don't care who scores. We're gonna win. Two two yeah. nils. What about you, Maz? Uh I'm gonna go with uh, our twelfth draw of the season. Uh, big shout out to Desmond two two. Um, I reckon it'll be gonna oh, be a two 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 draw. Yeah, R.I.P. Two all draw. I'm gonna go for. Uh, Desmond Tutu, yeah, he, was, he was an old, like, uh, what was he? Uh, he's basically like, uh, I know, I don't, I don't want to make the fool out myself. He basically, was, um, he was a big, like, famous something. I don't know. Pre- he wasn't a priest, but something along those lines. That's it. it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big Desmond. Desmond Tutu. And his name was Desmond yeah. Tutu. So, like, if you got, yeah. like, a Tutu in your degree or something like that, oh, you yeah. Yeah. Got Desmond, Desmond Tutu. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with a Tutu draw. <laughs> big up, <laughs> Desmond. Draw. And, yeah. 
That's what I'm going to go for. All, All right. right. Well, there you go. Yeah, I said 2-0, so let's go for it. Also, let's before go! we end, I saw something really, a really good point. I can't remember who said it to me, so sorry if you're watching this and you get annoyed that I stole your stuff. But um, someone said, you could ask 10 different Brighton fans at the moment and you would get 10 different answers to who their player of the season is. And that is credit to Potter as that's to how good our point. squad is this yeah, that's, season. That's, that's what good. I wanted to end it on that because I think one. that our squad has become so good. And I, overall, I think Kukurea, personally. Um, but I think if you ask anyone, they're going to tell you something different. They could say Trossel, they could say Lamptey, they could say Webster, well, probably not Webster, they could say Burn. Mm-hmm. They could say, I don't know, Mo- Mopay. They'd have a reasoning. They it's can important. say so many different players Trossard. and it would be okay. It's important we keep Potter, but it's yeah. also important that we keep Lamptey and Cucurella. I mean, we've seen how we can play without Pesuma. We can still handle it. But without Cucurella or Lamptey in the team, if they both go in the summer, we need to seriously replace them with some absolute yeah. ballers. Because our play just works down the wing so well with them. Yeah. Yeah. We need to yeah, find like, for, like players yeah. if we can. Which is right, boys. Well, that's yeah, great, great way to finish that off, Ryan. Love it. And yeah. uh, comments down below quickly. What we're going to go for? Um, uh, Ericsson in. Ericsson in. Yeah, all right. Let's go with that. Ericsson <laughs> in. in. Yeah, yeah. Eric everyone who's watching on YouTube, please comment down below. Ericsson. I can in. see why the Brighton media world hate me. Though. Yeah. Really <laughs> yeah, can't blame them. Uh, right, Ericsson in. Comments down below. But yeah, as per usual. Brighton know don't follow me. By the way, can I just say why? Did he? Cheers for that. Outrageous. I don't know. I don't know. Just don't follow me. He's probably watching this. Oh, Uh, can I just say as well, one more thing. Um, I was in Beaconsfield, a service station, uh, a while ago. I I completely forgot to say it um, because he he came up to me in Beaconsfield, Beaconsfield service station, the middle of nowhere, came up to me and said, he was an older bloke, came up to me and said, Ryan, really love all your stuff you do. Shout out to the podcast and um, all of the videos and YouTube videos and all that. Basically, Recognised in Beaconsfield. I mean, that yeah. was mad. That's an achievement. So just was put that in there. So <laughs> yeah. I, got I was buzzing. The best was believe. Co- when I got my Starbucks coffee, I was a very happy boy. Was so. he called Andy? Yeah. By any chance? I have no idea, mate. Oh, he, he, guy, was, that... he was probably an older guy. I don't know. He's probably like yeah. No, there's some 50s, older guy 60s. tapped me on the shoulder yesterday on the train. Shout out Andy, and he was like, um, he was like, oh, I'll recognise you, and then he tweeted me saying, yeah. oh, I met you on the train. Love oh, amazing. Listen. Oh, okay, so maybe yeah. it was him. What, l- l- maybe, yeah. There well, you go. Absolute legends. Anyone who watches us and supports us, we appreciate you all. And of course, yeah. if you are watching on yeah. YouTube uh, and you want to show us some love, hit that like button and also hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Uh, we do really appreciate it. And of course, keep streaming it on Apple and Spotify if you already aren't or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but yeah, peace out, A-Town Down, love. Salutations. Peace. Love you all. And, and techers. And te- Get in there. <laughs> Peace. Oh, well, I done your click. Peace. Yeah, he did. <laughs> right. Peace out. <laughs>
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.